Hi, I'm Kara, and I really like rom-coms. And I'm Jaren, and I really enjoy when the big one picks up the small one. Wow, that's great! But we both really love the natural charm of being poor. And this is... Just Kiss Already! Yay! Yay. Ah, water. Mm. You ever had any of that? Uh, I've heard good things. Really? Yeah. What, um, what you heard? That it's very wet. Uh, oh, I've actually heard the opposite. Oh, is this one of those things? <laughs> is this like the dress? It wasn't intense. You, haven't you heard the water's not wet debate? Is water wet or is it not? How, okay. Where do you land on the water wet debate? So, um, so I actually kind of have a pretty good understanding of how it kind of goes because there's one argument that is solely a linguistic argument and there's Ooh. another argument that's solely a scientific argument. Ooh. Both are right. Uh, by design, I have to land on the linguistic <laughs> one. And the linguistic answer is no, water is not wet. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well then, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? How it's like two things can be true. Two things can be like true. you. You can have your best friend and suplex him and still oh yeah be yeah best yeah friends. yeah yeah. Those two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. If anything, I think you. I think we should all suplex our best friend I, every once in a while. I don't know if I can be this on the podcast. I've wanted to be thrown around <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, doesn't it seem fun? Every um, as someone who grew up as like the smallest person in most spaces, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really thought you were about to check my privilege super hard. Just no, like, well, I just you know. like was short my whole life, so like people picking. I guess that there are some people who are like, no, don't pick me up. I don't know. It's fun. No, oh, yeah, just getting picked up. I guess I'm a cat because I'm. Like <laughs> No, because I'm like, don't you... touch me. But also, but, if you could, okay, if you yeah, could just yeah, yeah. throw me to one side of the room, I would totally run back for you to it do it. It would be again. really great. It would be great. And I wish we had that kind of relationship, the, the kind of relationship that Honey and Maury have. Yeah, it's too bad neither of us is strong. <laughs> <laughs> We're just both Honey. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, double sweet. Uh oh. Assigned projectile at birth. <laughs> That's what they do in cheerleading. You walk in and you're small and they're like, we're throwing you in the air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it happened to a friend of mine. Wow. <laughs> um, but yes, this is the, um, I guess, the first like really big Honey Mori-centric episode we have. Yeah. Because we've had them kind of appear as more of like a plot point, like with the pool episode. Mm -hmm. But this is like, this ep is about Mori and Honey. Yeah I, yeah, I really started out thinking like, oh, this is a Honey episode. Uh -huh. But you kind of come around to like, oh, this is a Honey and Mori episode. And this yeah. is like one of the most dialogue he's ever had in an episode, for sure. Yeah, that's true. He was talking. He was talking this episode. Yeah, he had which things means to say. It has to be the best episode. Yes, yeah. by by the metric that we've established. Exactly. So Sorry, fans of uh, uh, the. The, the, I can't think of anything that has happened in this series. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, Lobelia, yeah. There yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, this episode is all about honey, honey gets a cavity. Yeah. Ouchie. It's so interesting because like, 
we rarely see those kind of consequences, I feel like, in shows. Yeah. Like, that's a realistic consequence for, like, an exaggerated character trait. Yeah. Like, I love sweets, and then, oh shit, I have I a cavity. I have a cavity. I, this is so surprising to me, because I feel like I've had cavities in the four, in, in the four, in the past. <laughs> in, <laughs> I've had cavities in the past, but I don't think I've ever experienced the, like, just pain. Yeah. Like, it's always like I go to the dentist, and they're like, you have a cavity. And I'm like, what? How did I not know that? Yeah. So that was wild, but sorry. Maybe, maybe their dentists are lying. Maybe we've never had cavities and they just need money. Oh my God. To pay off their expensive dental school. Oh my God. <laughs> well, sorry everyone. Sorry to break it to you that maybe the dental industry is a sham. Sorry to all dentists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's the thing about these Oron kids is that they could afford it. God, yeah, they could. Which honestly, if I have one thing about this episode, I'm like, Dude, you could just go to an emergency dentist. I was also like, why is dentist? Is that, yeah. why, why are we not why dentist? Why does it se- seem like they're just like, we're going to tough it out. Yeah. Like, cavities heal like bruises. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get a really strong introduction of Honey uh, at the beginning of this episode that's done mm-hmm. with like a voice filter on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Honey is known for these catchphrases. It's like his Pokedex yeah. entry. Yeah, exactly. And then we pan over, and it's just Renge with a microphone. Yeah. Well, that's not even the beginning of this episode, though. Oh, because you're right. the beginning of this episode is we learned hidden secret honey lore yeah. about how honey is the cause for uh, unrest between <laughs> Japan and America. Yeah. <laughs> so what had happened was uh, somebody was like playing with Usa while Honey was asleep. Yeah, Usa get tea in the face. Tea baby. in the face. And this. Like with the dentist thing, this is where oh. I was just kept shouting this at my screen. I'm like, move it out of the tea, move it out of the tea, move yeah. it out of the And they just left it in the tea Where's while they the debated. Where's the washing machine, guys? <sighs> you are at a rich, there has to be one washing machine in this goddamn school. There's probably one in the music room. There's probably, there's probably <laughs> one in the music room. But they just leave it to soak while they debate like, okay, how are we going to fix this? Because if yeah. Honey wakes up, he is literally going to destroy each and every one of us. Yeah. And then um, we're not we're 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 told a big story. Mm-hmm. Really is, but what do you expect? He's got a scary song. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're like you gotta let Honey finish his nap because if you wake him up, he will cause civil unrest. Yeah. So yeah, we have this potential Honey new character side unlocked, new character skin unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, premium currency. Yeah, skin. yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like. Haruhi's like, obviously, no. Yeah. Like, Honey is our friend. Honey, just explain the yeah. situation. And they're like, you don't understand. His blood type is AB. And Haruhi's like, and? And they're like, the same blood type as Kyoya. And that's what clicks it. Yeah. Haruhi's like, whoa, no. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just something about having rare blood type means. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's like a thing is like the blood type corresponds with personality. Oh, does it? Yeah, that's like a thing. I don't know the whole like thing. But I do know that's a thing. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm curious. I've been into, like, Zodiac stuff lately. Ooh, yeah, well, and? Uh, and I, I like it because uh-huh. it just, it's like a fun little way to start your day. And oh. it's like, oh, look out for this today. And oh, I'm like, do you I have will. co-star? I don't have co-star. You don't, because it's not a fun way to start your day. It'll just, <laughs> like, send you an ominous message that's like, don't speak to your enemy. Oh my god. Yeah, it'll just like send you like sleep has consequences. And you're like, what the shit, co star? <laughs> 
it's really fun. It's actually, it's just more of an exciting instant. That's very scary. <laughs> a very ominous warning. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we too have an ominous warning in Oran when uh, we're kind of like foreshadowed this whole idea of like, honey not get honey's way. Mm. Honey will destroy. Yes. A grumpy honey. And what would you know? Honey is having some problems with his teethies. Yeah, Haruhi kind of jinx it, doesn't she? She's like, yeah. oh, you know, if you eat too much sweets, you're going to get a cavity. And he's like, I'm going to live forever. And then ah! he takes a bite of cake and his whole <laughs> mouth swells up. Yeah, it's a very, very scary looking cavity. Like, you can see the red on the outside of his face. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the two tiny devils with exactly. pitchforks poking his cavity. <laughs> So Honey's got a cavity. Oh no, no more sweets for Honey. Yeah, and Mori kind of swoops in just to be like, I'm going to protect my friend from himself. Yeah, Mori kind of like transforms wholeheartedly into like a very strict mom friend. Mm. And is like, there are new rules, no more sweets in the club. I will keep tabs on Honey at all times. I will search your bag in the mornings. Yeah. And maybe I guess less of a mom friend and more of like a... a... Like a cop friend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's... Nah, it can't be because he's doing it lovingly. <laughs> yeah. There's such a sad moment like where Honey's walking and Maury's like, bag check. <laughs> and then he empties out all the candy in his bag and Honey just very monotone is like, I was, I just wanted to look at it. And Honey, and then Maury's like, oh, well then, did you try this? And he hands Honey a picture of like yeah. a cake menu. The cake menu, and it says half off. <laughs> so it's a delicious deal as well. <laughs> Tasty deal. Yeah. And then we get like the introduction of this little like this little current running through this episode, which is like Kyoya's in an unusually good mood. Yeah. I wonder why that could be. Why is Kyoya so happy Such when a weird everybody dude. else is so sad? Yeah. Gosh. And then uh, because this is like a Mori episode as well as mm. a honey episode, we get an interesting scene with him where Haruhi is walking outside and sees uh Mori standing with a girl, and the yeah. girl is like pouring her heart out confession time big confession literally like and then th i felt like this was a great like oron moment of like we are subverting yeah expectation because it's a confession and she's just going through it and he's just cutting back to like silence he's yeah he doesn't say a single thing which also i understand that maury strong silent type character but girl you, you just you didn't even let him you didn't even let him like respond <laughs> she literally just kind of like decided everything for herself and then ran away crying we might yeah. just stood there <laughs> it's great because without saying anything she goes from like i love you to like i, I see <laughs> there's someone else <laughs> i could never be that person for you goodbye this is really good he's just standing there he's like okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just cut to inside of his head and it's just like those einstein balls that are like, <laughs> And they're all shaped like honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so honey then uh, begins to get desperate. Yeah, honey has had enough. Mm -hmm. Honey, Angie, and honey want candy. And what do you do when you can't get what you want? You guilt other people into <laughs> doing it for you. Yay, manipulation. <laughs> Yay. He tries the, 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 the cute approach by being mm -hmm. like, well, don't you guys want some cake? Yeah. Not me, you guys. I don't want cake. Yeah, friendly host club friends, and they're like, oh, honey, we need to be strong for you. <laughs> and they leave. He tries the, I'm all better now. Look, no more cavity. Everything is fine. Oh, yeah. And Maury just like shoves a popsicle <laughs> right down his gullet. It's he's so. Like, oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> 
ouchie. And I can't even admit, like, even if you didn't have a cavity, like, come on, teeth sensitive. Like, Literally. Don't. Like, I would, uh, that's the thing about, like, cups, is I would mm. never hold a cup to someone's mouth, because in my head, I'm like, go too far. Yeah. Clink that tooth. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, and then we rounded out with the, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the pity, pity votes. Mm. However, Haruhi chooses the incorrect target, because Haruhi is just kind of like, here, do you want kelp candy? <laughs> or whatever it's, it is. It's a great moment from a writing perspective, because it's like, who is the one person who would <laughs> And it's like, Haruhi sees how sad her friend mm-hmm. is, and it's like, I will do what I can to help. The color kind of looks like chocolate. <laughs> Just a little bit of kelp. It's like the correct person who would cave, but the incorrect person for the end. Yeah. Role because Harry wouldn't have candy on her anyway. A perfect setup. <laughs> this ultimately leads to like day three, honey, big frustration. Yeah, losing his mind. He's going through the candy cabinets, which just looks like that place where you used to put your shoes in elementary school or kindergarten, all the cubbies. And it's like, those are normally full of candy. But he uh, opens yes. one. <laughs> and it's just got Tamaki's teddy bear in it. And he yeah. fucking spikes it. Poor Tamaki's teddy bear just kind of gets beat up this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't do anything wrong. The disrespect. Yeah, it's kind of... the canon of... Tamaki bringing his teddy bear to school. I do love that Tamaki just has his teddy bear (laughs) at school. Love that. He's here. And at the edge of his rope, Mm. Honey bites Tamaki's hand like a shark. Just, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly the sound they use. Chomp. Chomp, chomp. (laughs) And Tamaki's like waving Honey around on his hand, and that prompts Mori to go, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Mori intervenes. And, like, in doing so, Honey is like, this is all your fault, and flips him. It's all your fault, Maury. It's all your fault, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be any cavities if you fixed the socioeconomic inequality. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, talk shit, get flipped. Yep. And then Maury is there as Honey storms out. And the, everybody's kind of pondering, like, man, why is Mori... Yeah, like, what is going on? This is, like, backwards crazy town. But Har, he knows. Yeah. It, As she always does. Th- this was such a shock for me. I didn't expect the episode to go this way, but really? it's like... She says, yeah, Mori is punishing himself. Yeah. And I was like, wow. She basically, like, to Mori is like, you're doing this on purpose. And Mori's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no way, you're not supposed to know. Yeah. <laughs> And he comes clean in the cutest way. He's just like sitting there kneeling in like this rose filter. And he's like, I'm punishing myself because I allowed my my friend to get cavities. He's like, there were two times. I didn't tell any of the even before, isn't it? Not once, but twice. <laughs> Dire mistake. <laughs> so he's blaming himself. And in doing so, he's being extra hard on his friend. Yeah. Because he wants to be punished. Yeah. That is some backwards masochism right there. That's a lot. That's a lot of steps for masochism. Right there. <laughs> uh, you have to indulge. You have to participate in sadism in order to receive the resulting masochism. There's <laughs> a lot of... This is a... This is a Oh my, it's master plan, truly. Yeah. It's a lot of steps, but you know, he's so tall, he could have just taken them two at a time. Honestly, I don't understand. His leggies are so long. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we have uh, Tamaki's like got the door cracked open and Honey's seeing what Mori says. Mm-hmm. And they run in and then they make up and then they cake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two most important steps to mending a friendship. <laughs> yeah, and then we get like two very good payoffs where... Uh, 
Kyoya is now sad. And they're like, oh, what happened to his good <laughs> mood? What happened to Kyoya? <laughs> and they're like, oh, honey's snack budget is that much. Through the roof. So this whole time he's just been jazzed about not having to order cakes. <laughs> he's like, we're saving so much money. Yep. Oh, God. And then the confession payoff, uh-huh. where the girl who confessed to Mori comes back in, and it's just like, I see for your relationship with Honey to be like this. It's just so amazing. It's <laughs> just like, I guess it's yeah. And then the whole club is like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All the girls come in and they're just like, cute, 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 cute. And Haruki is like, what the, the actual fuck? hell is yeah. happening right now? Yeah, Renge on the mic just cheering on this whole procession. Yeah. And that is where we end it. So yeah. that's it. That's our that's our first big Honey Mori episode. Yeah, and in saying that, like, we've really got to talk about how different their relationship is shown to be in this episode than it was in uh, the pool episode. Oh, yeah? Because in the pool episode, I walked away being like, okay, based on looks, I assumed that Honey, or that Mori is like this protector of Honey character. Mm -hmm. And in that episode, we're shown like, no, like Honey can protect himself Mm -hmm. and also cares about Mori and making sure that he's fine because Mori will just walk into the woods to go find Honey. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we see... Mori is kind of loyal to a fault. Like, protecting your friend from themselves is kind of a weird place to be. Mm. Like, maybe not entirely your responsibility, but Mori feels like the kind of character who takes on that weird level of responsibility. I will say, though, I will remind you of the connection that their two families have. Where the Mori Nozuka family has been, like, servants of the Honey Nozuka Mm. for for centuries. So that could also kind of be playing into this, like... As opposed to just being like, we're friends. It's mm-hmm. also like, a, I, I help and serve you. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you remember. Thank you for reminding me of You're that. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it does feel like that. that is very integral. Mm-hmm. And like part of me just selfishly is kind of like, I would like to see them address or like break away from that. Because the idea of just like one family serving another and mm-hmm. that carrying on into like modern day high school like that makes me be like, oh, like I want to, I want to know what Maury thinks. Like if he loves well, it, yeah. that's great. But like I want to know what he thinks about it. Well, I will say that Maury as a character is not one that we're generally going to see a lot of. Like we mm. generally don't get to kind of peek into his thought process because of the nature of his character. Mm. He's not one to sit there and, like Honey, scream about exactly how he feels. <laughs> He's not going to do that. He kind mm. of goes about things his own way. Um, at the very least, up to this point, we have been given no reason, absolutely no reason, to think that Maury is unhappy in this situation true. in any way. If anything, we've kind of been showed that Maury has a very strong sense of duty, that he's kind of... Because they've talked about how the families have fallen out of that relationship, but Maury doesn't seem to care about that. He's kind of decided that this is something that he wishes to do. Hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, take what you will. Yeah. I'm a, a big fan of reading into things and then being wrong later. <laughs> I, I do enjoy it because then I get to look back and go, I'm just not a fan of people saying that Maury isn't thinking for himself. <laughs> Ooh, is this is this discourse? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> you talk shit on my boy Maury one more time. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, this is our first fight, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs>
but yeah. And it's all because we both care too much about more. <laughs> Just in different ways. We want, we're his parents. We want what's best for him. <laughs> God. I also really love the way that, uh, mm. I feel like Honey is shown to be like somebody who like can get angry. But mm-hmm. also doesn't like live in that anger or hold a grudge. Yeah. Like he will escalate to the point of physical violence, but And then immediately immediately cry. <laughs> yep. It's like, alright, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's it passed. Yeah. You know, Maury can take it. <laughs> oh, that's like in the beginning of the episode we had the whole uh, honey is angry and mm. is ready to break something. Has already like kicked uh Tomiki's teddy bear to the ground as soon as he woke up. Mm-hmm. And all it took was Maury stepping forward and be like Usa-chan wanted to have tea, and he spilled it all over himself. Yeah. And Honey's like, oh, I get it. Ha-ha. Yeah. Silly Usa-chan. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is great now. I'm okay. <laughs> that was a really great moment. I love that. I love that there's that moment of, like, Honey, or Maureen knows how to interact with Honey. Mm. That's such a fun thing to see. Going along with the Honey and Maury relationship, there was mm. something that I noticed uh, during this episode. I don't want to call it an undercurrent, because that mm. might be ascribing too much importance. But... There was one moment for each of these characters where I feel like they were kind of put in a similar, like, spot. Mm. And for Honey, it's everybody sees Honey as super cute, even when he's not having a great time. Mm -hmm. So he had this toothache, he couldn't eat sweets, he's walking around literally with, like, the bandage on his head, little rascal style. Yeah. And then people in the hallways are pointing out, like, oh, he looks like a bunny. And then they superimpose this image of, like, smiling Honey with the rabbit ears on the actual sad honey that's Mm -hmm. walking and i was like okay well like he's known for being cute but he can be sad like he's more than that yeah i will say though for that moment it's kind of important that it wasn't just them seeing him as cute they were like oh man like honey's got to be having such a hard time like they acknowledged that Mm -hmm. and then it transitioned into but it's so hard because he's so goddamn adorable. Yes. <laughs> so at the very least, it wasn't like they were just kind of like, wow, Honey looks adorable. It was yeah. like, poor Honey, but it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he's so sad, but he's so cute. <laughs> and then in a similar vein, there's the moment with Maury at the very end with the girl who confessed to him. Mm-hmm. And Maury didn't say anything during that confession, so God knows what's happening in his noggin. Who knows? But the conclusion that the girl comes to is, like, there's someone else. Mm. And then at the end, that conclusion she comes to is, oh, that's someone else's honey. Yeah. And she's like, and I love that. I love that for you. Yeah. And so I was like, it's great that you love that, but it's like, is that kind of like ascribing something to him that he's not put out there? Like, it just felt like there was a moment where these two characters were each kind of misinterpreted by the people around them. Mm. Or not even misinterpreted, but like had something put on them that was not what they were feeling or that we don't know what they were feeling but also they're not they're not actors i don't know i'm like what they're <laughs> feeling they're, they are fun cartoons yeah i will say there's a difference between like i guess i'll kind of bring it back to like how we've noted that this show feels oftentimes like it's kind of calling out to fandom culture mm-hmm. where that's the same kind of thing where like you know if there's a popular ship and they have like a very sad moment, that's also kind of excuse for fans to consider it romantically as well mm. or whatever the heck you want to do. Um, and I guess, again, it's it's weird because like, I guess in the context of the universe, like they exist in the same universe as Maury <laughs> and Honey. So for them, I guess it is kind of like writing fan fiction about real people. But for us, Ooh, <laughs> this is an anime. This is meta. So yeah. there's a lot of layers. <laughs> Interesting. But I will say that um, I just don't, 
I feel like it's kind of wrong to assume like these girls are causing harm mm. when they are obviously conscious of what is actually going on. They're just also entertaining kind of like fun fantasy. You know? Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I didn't realize that like, like, like you said, they exist in the universe of Honey and Maury. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's sort of the level that I'm on with it. But like, they are also a representation of like, meta fandom stuff as There's well. There's many layers going yes. on. Many more layers than we thought we'd encounter, I mm -hmm. guess, when watching funny host called anime. <laughs> yeah, but... this show's great for that, honestly. <laughs> so, couple of new tropes this episode that I guess we haven't really seen before. Some good ones. Some good ones. So first off, we kind of have the like, uh, I must punish myself. Yeah. <laughs> God, this one, is, I didn't realize this was a trope until this happened and I was like, that's so anime. Right? Like, mm, the big strong character who's like, I'll, I will take everything onto myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always done in a way of like, nobody knows. I just start doing this and causing yes. myself pain. <laughs> My secret self-flagellation. <laughs> God. Um, and then we have like um, this Honey's whole thing about like cute character also like gets angry for a specific reason. Yeah. And is scary. <laughs> yeah. I really like this one. There's nothing better than like, like it's I, the Princess Unikitty thing. If you ever mm. saw the Lego movie where it's just like, nope. Oh, okay. You love it. First of all. <laughs> okay. There's, there's this great character who's just like a little Lego kitty unicorn. Uh -huh. And then she turns red and breathes fire whenever something bad happens to her friends. <laughs> you know. It's the best. It's, we love it. It's fun to see the sweet ghost bite scene. Yeah, 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 But then we've also got this, like, um, I, I called it suspicious lore. Because mm -hmm. I've seen it before. It's the, the whole, like, this character has lore that seems like it's too wild to be true however all signs are kind of pointing to yes against all odds yes <laughs> like, like you said that and immediately you have you seen ratatouille oh yeah did the guy yeah, i had to think about it for a second because of the spacing but i have seen the ratatouille <laughs> ratatouille yeah uh the guy in Ratatouille who everybody's like, I heard he was in the revolution and whatever side he was on might have lost. Yeah. I heard he killed a man with his thumbs. And then you're like, ha those are all funny. Uh -huh. And then there's the moment where like the bad chef is standing in front of him and he just puts one thumb up and then we <laughs> cut to the chef being thrown out of the door and you're like, it was all true. It was all true. It's the, it's the trail to Oregon. He was in the fight against the lobsters, yeah. but it's actual lobsters. <laughs> I did it for her. Uh -huh. There's a um, popular K-drama I've told you about, uh, mm. like an old classic one called You're Beautiful, where it's the same there's a character that they're like he's a prince from another country and there's no but also mm, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> could be true could be true um he's also the best character so you know it just yeah. like it just makes sense love love it love him it's one of those things that i'm glad we, we i'm glad we like named this trope because yeah. now i'm gonna see it, i'm gonna be like oh yeah i love that that's suspicious lord that's sus lord <laughs> mm, give it to me but yeah, like you know, you I don't I don't want to believe that honey is the reason that there's diplomatic issues between Japan and America. But 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 there's nothing saying that it's there's not. literally nothing pointing to no. It's, <laughs> it's entirely possible. Entirely possible. Um. But yeah. So well, so there's another episode after this one. What? Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Um, what do you, if you, if you had to, like, guess what you think might, like, kind of, like, happen, right. uh, in the next episode, which is episode 13, 
Um, what do you think it would be? And you can't say unlucky because <laughs> that's not. It's thirteen. Oh. Is is yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. I've got. This is less of a prediction, more of a hypothesis. Okay. So lay it on me. My hypothesis is that there might be a Kyoya episode <gasps> at some point. Uh huh. But the null hypothesis is, and this is the one that I'm hoping is right. I hope that like in a a very good satirization of like oh we get to see each boy's backstory uh-huh. we just never get a Kyoya episode we never learn any more about him and he's just in the background always being this <laughs> mysterious character and every week you're like oh are we gonna and then they hint at it and then they one time go into a flashback and then they come and back they- out <laughs> It only happens for him. He's like, that would cost too much. Yeah, he's like, we don't have the budget to animate that. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, haha. <laughs> he oh doesn't laugh, he says haha. He said he would. <laughs> but yeah, my prediction, Kyoya episode or there will never be a Kyoya episode. Okay, so your prediction for Ep 13 is technically Kyoya episode. Yes. But you're also putting out a big all series prediction of never kill never kill yeah now this is a big gamble jaren oh yeah i'm literally putting my money on chips 13 (laughs) through 26 and i'm still not gonna hit do you want to say at the very least your last prediction was it was all a dream and i guess you could kind of argue that maybe honey's lore was all a dream Mm. but we don't actually know Oh, that would be so great if it's so just You were kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> you were almost. But we don't actually know, so we can't give you the chips yet. God. Uh, but since for next episode, you're betting it all on black, mm. I guess. I don't know. I actually don't know what how that th- game works. <laughs> no, that's good. That's one of the things, yeah. Which one is that? It's There's red and black, so it's 50-50. If you no, think. but like, wait, y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> But what is the name of the game where you say that? Roulette. Okay. Yeah. Which one's craps? I don't know. Okay, cool. I Great. would never I'm go to a ever... casino and be like, I'm a craps man. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be a fan of craps, dude? Oh, yeah. You can catch me at the craps table. Is that by the buffet? No. No. <laughs> we would never put it there. It'd be too stinky. <laughs> All right, well, uh, potential Kyoya episode, but I guess if the Kyoya episode doesn't happen, then we're just banking on never a Kyoya mm-hmm. episode ever. Yep. All right, we'll have to keep a tally. I'm going to write down Kyoya ep question mark. Mm. And there are six question marks there for no specific reason. Okay. Okay. Mm. <laughs> now I'm suspicious. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess that is all we have for y'all this episode. So thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. We will catch you next time. Bye. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah, bye, Stinky. Bye, love you. Love you, Stinky. Bye. Bye. Mwah.